Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hey there, and welcome to the Seven Nation podcast here on yourpreppsports.com. Got that out there. Fumbled a little bit on TV today, too, this morning when I was recording, uh, trying to uh, figure out how to paint the picture of Iowa winning in Columbus when Ohio state has not lost at home since 2015 and has won 27 home games in a row, a big 10 record, Ryan. So um, the Hawkeyes 29 and a half point favorites or underdogs. underdogs. Yeah. If they were, Um, that'd be a story. Hey, Notre Dame, which has lost at home to Marshall and, who did they lose to last week at home? Is it BYU or Stanford? Stanford. They had Ohio State on the ropes in the horseshoe, Rob. So, yeah. I'm just telling you. It can that's be why done. we play See? the games. Yep. They don't play the games on paper. Exactly. But I know uh, C.J. Stroud has uh, 24 touchdown passes this year, and uh, Spencer Petras has 21 touchdowns in his career. DJ Stroud is good. That's my analysis of that. Well, he is very good. We're not going to, everybody that's listening, we're not going to go off the rails here. We no, but we know it. a lot of Iowa fans listen to this podcast. Yeah. And DJ uh, Stroud is good, Rob. But see, that's I don't the know. type of analysis that they'll, these listeners can take <laughs> into Saturday. When they turn on the game, they'll say, oh, wow, Ryan was right. This guy's yeah. good. That's the, that's my level that I can give you. But I, what I will, where I was going with that is, I'm certainly not taking anything away from him. But and I know that they weren't all healthy at the start of the year. But I think if if I played quarterback with his group of receivers, I could look adequate. He's got some receivers, Rob. Yeah, Jackson got, Jackson Smith and, and Jigba is back this week after being out he? for several weeks. Okay. Because <laughs> when they've got all those guys, I just remember watching their bowl game last year against Utah. And Utah was like really putting it on them. And they're pretty good defensively traditionally. And it just got to a point where they were like, okay, like now we're going to play. And then they just, they just, those receivers are just incredible. And I think almost all those guys are back. Um, yeah. They're fun to watch though. When, when they're not playing the team that you root for. Yes. Keep that in perspective. We'll try to give you some perspective now on some high school <laughs> athletics, which is why you tuned into this podcast. Um, where do we want to start? Let's hit cross country just a little bit here. We're not going to go into this a whole lot, guys, because by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, the state qualifying meets will, will probably already be over. Um, but we have, in case you are on your way to the the meets or whatever, 
Uh, Ryan, give us kind of an overview of what's going on today and, and, you know, where we are, at least locally. Yeah, so to start with, um, and this is a change from previous year, not immediate previous years, but this is what, the second or third year in a row that the the state qualifying meets have been divided up into two days. So today is big school, big classes, 3A and 4A go today. Um, and, and again, I know we, I know this is a broken record, but we have some pretty in-depth, um, you know, breakdowns of all of these that, that are up on the site right now for the, we have three meets today that feature, um, five of our area teams combined. So Regina will go tomorrow in the 1A meet at Kickers. Today, uh, Clear Creek and Mana and Solon are up at, at West Delaware at Heart Ridge Golf Course in Manchester, um, in a, in a good, um, what I would say is a good 3A um, state qualifying meet, Rob, not, you know, not loaded. It's it's a really hard thing. I just want to, I want to give this PSA a little bit. It's a really hard thing when you have these, um, when you have these co-ed state qualifying meets like you do in track and, and cross country, because it's the same boys and girls in, in this, the state associations actually, I think, do an incredible job of getting the best teams to the state meet in, in cross country. Um, when you think how hard it is to look across the board and say, okay, you know, Solon boys or girls are going Marion, who's also there today. And to look at the, to try to get three teams that are um, in the top, you know, 15 or in the top 20 that, that should be at the state tournament and not have one side of each of those meets be loaded, you know, with, with yeah. four of the top eight teams, it can happen at times, but I think this is a good meet. Obviously the Marion boys are very good. Um, and that's where we'll be today. Um, Solon, Clear Creek, I think on both sides have really good chances to, to send their teams, Rob. Um, the second and third spots are going to be in both the boys and the girls. Marion boys are a big favorite. Um, they're going to be one of the favorites at, at state next week. The Solon girls are a favorite again, defending champion. They'll be a favorite next week, but the other spots at those are going to be, you know, there's going to be two, three teams on each side battling for two spots. So that should be a good one. And then uh, City High is at Pleasant Valley um, in a very good, um, you know, 4A state qualifier. And Liberty High and West High are in Dubuque at a extremely good um, on both sides state qualifier with, with on the girls' side, Dubuque Hempstead, who's the heavy favorite in probably the state next week to win 4A, defending runner-up or defending state champion. Um and they're they're just really deep and really good. We Rob, we've seen them at MVC and and they're impressive. And then Dubuque Senior is really tough and, and talented, and you know they're a top five team. So that's a really good one. Work cut out for our area teams there, but certainly some teams. City High boys are the favorite um, team favorite in their meet. Um, the City High girls will have a good chance in in a in a tough field uh, to get through and get to state. And look, I think the West High girls in in the um, the Liberty girls, you know, the Liberty girls haven't really been healthy this year, haven't had their best lineup. If they can get that together maybe today, um, you know, I think they have shots too. So, again, broken record, but the cross country in our area, so good. We're going to have a lot of teams and, and a lot of individuals push their way through today On in all sports. You get to this day, we talk about it with district track, district wrestling, some of these other sports that follow a similar format, Rob. Today is the day it's not about – you know, running the PR, if you can, that's fantastic. It's going to be a pretty nice day to run. It looks like it's going to be a little windy, but, but today is the day that 
is about beating the guy or, or girl next to you and, and competing and, and pushing through and being able to run next week in Fort Dodge. Probably should put a timestamp on this podcast too. Wednesday, October the nineteenth <laughs> yeah. at twelve. I just gave you a lot of info that, that, is, <laughs> that nobody's going to want to listen to tomorrow. But yeah, so um, if you're listening, if you to are this listening and, today. That's that's kind of the quick breakdown. <laughs> yeah, if if what Ryan just previewed has already happened, that's why because of the timing of recording the podcast. Similarly, Ryan, we'll get a little bit more into volleyball because that's a little bit earlier on in the postseason. But hitting the 2A schools quickly, they play this evening on the 19th. Uh, Regina is at Bellevue, and West Branch is at home to Columbus Catholic. So um, those are the quarterfinals, I believe, for the regionals with an opportunity to get to regional semifinals. Both of those schools, again, West Branch at home. Regina has to go on the road to Bellevue. Um, But... uh, you have previews of those on the site, I would assume, so people can kind of check those out if uh, yeah. they're early enough in the process. And then you'll yeah, have not, coverage yeah. of the matches tomorrow. Yep, and Solon's at home tonight in 3A as well with their quarterfinal. Not right. gimmies for any of those teams, but um, matches that, that certainly our teams can get, Rob. Yeah, no question. We saw Solon on Monday night. Uh, started a little slow, but uh, I'm impressed with Solon just because of, you know, you want to do the best you can this year, but that's a young team. Whether they play one senior, it, yeah. uh, is it uh, Delaney? Delaney Bombi. Bom- Bom- yeah, she's like their only senior in the rotation, right? Yeah, and, and those three, I mean, they have three sophomores that have really, even since we saw them, I saw them three times this year, Rob, but if you think back to when we saw them at Clear Creek in yeah. that triangular, the improvement those three sophomores have made um, – you know, and they, you know, Bryn Dyke does a good job for him at center, but but Allie Staley and Grace Irwin, I mean, Yasmin Sell, those girls have really come a long way, those three sophomores. Um, and, and West Branch and Regina kind of fit into that same mix as well, Rob, where I know Regina feels like, I think I kind of wrote about this in my, as I kind of broke down each team's postseason path, but I mean, they've got two really good freshmen. Yeah. And Reese Nave is fantastic already. Um, I mean, she is dynamic athletically and, and can really swing and Kylie Devery is very good. I mean, and, and you know, Sydney Wagner's done a really good job moving back to setter for them. I know they kind of feel like, I, I mean, let's see what we can do this year, but I mean, they're kind of in that same mold where next year, okay, like let's, let's gear up and see what we can do in West branch a little bit too. I mean, um, when you look at some of the young girls, when I say young girls, theirs are more juniors some sophomores, but girls that are really playing extend extensively for the first time this year. I feel like all three of those teams are kind of like, okay, let's see what we can do this year. Let's get as much experience as we can. Not that, you know, not that they can't win matches, like I said, but kind of gearing up for what they can potentially do in the future. Yeah, no question. Some really good young players on all of those teams. And to close up with uh, Solon uh, on a course to to play at West Liberty next week uh, in what would be a regional final. And that will be interesting because that's who we saw them play. Yeah. It, at Clear Creek, and it was in a, it was a good match. It was a great match, and in um, you know, West Liberty, I have so much respect um, for that program and, and Coach Galvan, what they do. They don't overwhelm you, you know, physically. No, I mean they, they were three A runner up last year, and, and you know, had Macy Dawfelt, and they they were probably as good offensively as as impressive physically as they've been in a while. 
but I've been watching their teams for 10 years and covered them one year when they were a state runner up. And they, I mean, they're so good defensively. They're so good in, in, they're so good defensively and they're so good fundamentally. They just do not beat themselves. Like you have, people say that you have to beat them. You have to put the ball down. You have to terminate. You have to take, cause they're not going to, they're not going to have hitting errors. They're not going to have serving errors. I mean, you know, they just, they, they, they play to their strengths so well. Um, I think it's a good matchup for Solon um, in the sense that it's a familiar opponent. You know, they, they know a little bit about them. They, they shouldn't, there's not that unknown of like, Oh, you know, how good is this team? But they're a team that is just so hard to beat in those scenarios because of how good they are defensively. And again, how good they are fundamentally, but that would be a heck of a, of a regional final Rob. That would be, you know, I think right now it would be six versus nine, or I think uh, Solon was ninth in the last rankings that came out. So that would be absolutely one of the better regional finals in 3A, maybe the best regional final in 3A if it if it materializes, which it you would think it certainly would. Could have a similar scenario in 4A, Ryan, with West Delaware playing Clinton tomorrow night in Class 4A Region 7. Clear Creek Amana playing host to Independence. Those two would play as well next week. Uh, West Delaware moved. They're up a class, right? Did they move up from 3A last Correct. year? They won okay. 3A last year, yep. So they're up to 4A, and that would be wild, too, if they get Clear Creek. I think that would be a, a killer match. That would be, again, that be, and you would certainly think that that would materialize. And, again, I think that might be the the regional final in all of 4A. You know, yeah. I, I really think you could make a case that we would have two of the better regional finals in those two classes um, and, and a lot of similarities too. If you've watched West Delaware over the last decade or especially the last couple of years, again, not taking anything away from what their kids at the net do, but so good defensively, always so good. Fundamentally, always. It's like, there seems to be a theme here of these teams that are always in the state tournament, always playing for, you know, playing to go playing in regional finals, but that's West Delaware to a T. Um, and, and that would be a great, you know, two Womack teams that, I don't think they've played this year, Rob, uh, with the form with the the yeah. format. But two teams that obviously know each other well, um, you know, those kids know each other. So that would be again. We'll get into this more after Thursday night. Um, you know, Rob and I will be out at Clear Creek tomorrow night for that match. Um, and after we kind of see these actually happen, as we said at the start, you don't you don't play them on paper. So we got to make sure we're not getting too far ahead of ourselves. But we'll dive into that. But those are two that I'm I've definitely already looked ahead at a little bit and kind of circled both would be fantastic uh regional finals again like i said maybe the best in their the best in the state in those classes uh 5a ryan liberty is going to be home here as long as it wins it plays cedar rapids jefferson tomorrow night i like its chances then plays the winner of prairie and muscatine uh west high got a win last night west high had to play an early match and uh Got a victory last night over Waterloo East, and uh, we'll head to Johnston tomorrow night. Uh, and then City High is up at Dubuque Senior. Those are our 5A matchups right now. Great, like really good win for, like, I mean, you play in that, you know, that quarterfinal in a five-team bracket that they use in 5A. Really good win for West High. I mean, they they needed that. And we've we know what they have i mean they have a dynamic hitter in malay lacy i mean they they when we saw him at city high a couple of weeks ago i was really impressed with what they were doing they after that i think they lost six of seven but you look at who they lost to it was to a bunch of really good teams they were at two tough tournaments um with with one of those being the mvc and it's 
I mean, they just haven't, I feel like very few times this year, they've, they've had it all going on the same night and that's hard to do. I, I mean, Jonathan is certainly a tall order. Uh, very good. Like no bones about it. I mean, they're very good, but that's one of those ones where it's a little bit like, Hey, sometimes I like playing that early match route. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like playing the other team has been sitting for a little bit in a sport where you don't sit very much. Um, case in point, major league baseball playoffs this year. <laughs> I mean, I know Rob and I both felt it with our teams, but you, I mean, you make, a, I mean, you, you feel a little bit nervous when you're those teams that have been sitting and waiting for a while. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that, and, and I wrote in my, in my kind of, when I looked at the, when I previewed these out for city high, good and bad, right. You avoid that game, which I just said, I think sometimes can be a positive, but you know, you're, you're two games, you're two wins away. That's the good. The bad is that, you know, you have to go to Dubuque senior who's been playing really well. And then you have Pleasant Valley, you know, as, as your likely opponent in the regional final, which is, um, you know, one of the premier programs in the state. So um, that's a, that's a tough opening round match for city high. It's a, it's a match. I certainly think they can win Rob, but it's, it's definitely a challenge. Um and then Liberty High, as you said, I mean, they, as they have the last couple of years, they earned the right to play at home through the state tournament and then to kind of play at home in the state tournament if they can get there, you know, yep. in, in Coralville, basically. Um, I, I, we talked about them earlier where it's like, I didn't want to sound like I was unimpressed by them early in the season, but you, you were almost so surprised when they lost matches. Man, the last month ish, three to four weeks, Perhaps nobody in the state has been better than they have. Maybe maybe Dyke, New Hartford, um, but they've been fantastic for the last month. And I think they have a couple losses in that stretch, Rob, and they've consistently played top-notch. I mean, their schedule this year has been no joke from, from start to finish. I think their last loss was to Sierra and Xavier, if I remember correctly, who's number one in 4A. And after they lost to him in a, in a best two out of three in a tournament, they've, they've beaten him twice. Um, so, I mean, they just, they beat them in the regular season. I think they beat them at the, or they beat them at the, um, gold, the MVC gold pod that they hosted in one. So they've been super impressive, kind of putting it together to be the type of team that I think everybody imagined them being from the beginning and, and knew that they would be, I, it, it, they just had enough, just enough moving parts, Rob, that you figured it would take a little bit of time for them to peak. And I think they're peaking because they they clearly have the personnel and the coaching and the firepower and the experience and everything that you're looking for. I feel like next week we'll be breaking them down before they go to the state tournament. Um, so yeah. I feel pretty confident in saying that, Rob. Yep, a lot of volleyball coming in again. Check out yourprepsports.com for previews of all the matches the next few nights and then uh, our write-ups on on the outcomes of those matches as well. We'll finish up with football, Ryan, and it's hard to believe uh, we've hit playoffs for the smaller schools this week and uh, big games elsewhere for the chance to go to the playoffs. Let's start with um, Regina at Pella Christian. Uh, You don't see Regina on the road in the playoffs this early very often, Uh, but uh, Got to like their chances in this one just because of the competition it's played so far. Yeah, I mean, that's you, – you said it really well. I'm like, man, I can't remember the last time that I went on the road for a Regina playoff game. I went I went to Dyke a couple of years ago for a regular season finale. They had a chance to win a district. 
I can't remember the last time I went to a Regina Road playoff game. Uh, you know, b- before the uni, I'm sure they've had some, Rob. Yeah. Uh, one of my, not, I mean, this is great podcasting, right? One of my first <laughs> years here, maybe 2014, maybe they went to Maquoketa Valley. Uh, I remember that game. That was a really good game. Um, that was a, a Drew Cook led Regina state championship team. Um, that was a good Mac Valley team. That was a good game. But I went to that one you know, in, in pro- what was probably a quarter. But yeah, on the road. I'll say on the record right now, I, I really like Regina's chances. I think Pella Christian's a good team for sure, Robin. Seven and one. But yeah, I mean, and you look at their schedule, they've been really impressive down the stretch. <clears throat> Certainly <clears throat> won three in a row since a loss at Sigourney Kyoto, which is a, as we, we know, runs an offense that's, that's difficult to defend and savage Cobras. A great helmet. Um, Great, a really that's a great mascot. But <coughs> you'd be okay with just Cobras, but then you throw the Savage <coughs> on there, and you're taking it up a notch. They've really done a. I mean, that's a. That, you're right. I mean, that's a good. It's unique, right? I mean, you're not going to be like, oh, we play the Savage Cobras and be like, well, which you know, it's not like a the Tigers, right? No. I mean, there's a, there's Bears. one and only, I, I, one and only. I'm assuming. <laughs> But they, they've been good. I mean, it's exactly kind of what you expect from, you know, this won't, this isn't the first time that, that these, these two, you know, one, a really, really good one, a small school programs have played. I mean, I, I know I've watched several, um, really good games. They played a great game in the semifinals. They played a great game at Regina, um, in, in the playoffs, you know, in the last decade or whatever that I watched. So two good programs, two really well coached teams. Um, Pella Christian's been really good on defense. They're giving up right at 220 a game, under 10 points a game. So, and and we all know, I mean, we've talked about it on here a lot, Rob. I mean, that's Regina's bread and butter. Um, this one, I feel like, is one of those, you know, a little bit like the Durant game last week. That's a you know, good win. That was an impressive bounce back by Regina. For sure. I mean, and, and it was kind of like we talked about, you know, in, in Jason Dumont, Regina coach Jason Dumont had a great quote in our story about that about, you know, defending DeLong where it's like, you just, you know, he's going to hit some, but you got to come up with some stops because they're always going to be in possession or in position for some, you know, third and shorts, fourth and shorts. And and Regina did that. But I, I see, I think a lot of similarities as far as the the way I envision this game going, Rob, low possession, low scoring. I mean, if somebody outside of some, you know, it could be some big plays offensively that, that make the difference or special teams or whatever, but, I, I, you know, a game where if somebody's in the twenties, you know, they probably win it. I just, I think, and that's not that these teams can't move the ball, can't score. I just think this is two teams that actually pride themselves on playing defense, running the ball, low possession game and, and low scoring game. Um, but a really good, again, we talked about this in volleyball, a really good first round game. I and mean, probably one of the better first round games in the playoffs this week, you know, two, two A and down. Uh, probably one of the better two versus three games, you know, Pella Christian runner up in their district, Regina third. This is a great game. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for this one. We'll have coverage of this one. I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, you know, Regina has got to find a way to get the ball in the end zone a couple of times, uh, which it did last week um, against a pretty stout Durant defense. So, I, and then the other thing just on this one, and we can talk about this with West branch too. I'm really excited to see how this district does. Um just o- overall, as we look at this, 
you know, going forward, see what see what these district teams are able to do throughout the postseason. Yeah, no doubt. Mediapolis plays host to Central Decatur. Uh, where's Durant? That's what I was going to look for. I didn't know if you had that pulled up. Durant uh, goes to MFL Marmac, which is 7-1. Right. Yeah, um, that would be a challenge. They're playing really well. I mean, that's who, you know, if you remember, that's who beat Regina last year. And it was one of those teams that, that I kind of had circled this year to to as we got to the postseason to keep an eye on. So there will be some challenges in there. And district champ West Branch plays host to three and five South Harden. Um, obviously, the Bears are heavy favorites here, and they earned it, like Liberty Volleyball. Yeah, I mean, in in keep in mind, I I needed to refresh your course on this a little bit, Rob. But we, we you for these classes, and, and look, I understand most people that are heavily invested in this. You've probably already already boned up on how this works. The thing that you have to remember for Rob and I is with covering seven teams across multiple classes, they all kind of do it differently now with, you know, we still have regular season this week. 5A uses the RPI. So I have to bone up, you know, as we get to postseason time on the exact format of how you get in, how they do the brackets, because it's not just set, you know, a one, a 32 team bracket. So we, you have your games this week, the ones versus fours, the two versus three games. After this, it's divided into quads. Uh, you know, and then you play out those. It's basically a four-team bracket, and you play those out. And in the four teams that are left after that, go to the Uni Dome. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it. We what, basically what I'm getting at is we don't know who West Branch has next week or who they would potentially have the right. week after that. But like Rob said, you go eight zero, you dominate the way that they did. You beat three teams that Rob and I just talked about in Durant and Mediapolis and Regina that we all think have a chance to be playing in the round of 16 next week, um, you earned it. And so they play a, team, a three and five team. And look, you make the playoffs and you look at South Harden's, excuse me, you look at their schedule. They've got some wins in there. I mean, they're, they're, they're certainly not going to come roll over. Um, but as Rob said, this is a game that, that you expect West Branch to win. Um, and part of, part of that is, you know, they've done it for eight weeks now. And they, I think they've, I think they've picked up a lot of a lot of people on the West Branch West Branch bandwagon, Rob. As, as far as just believing in in how good this team is, I know they. I, I feel like they've kind of raised some eyebrows over the last eight weeks, and, and certainly rightfully so. They've been as impressive as anybody. And we, uh, Ryan has previews of those games, and we'll have, as he said, coverage on yourprepsports.com. We have a couple of the bigger schools with opportunities to play their way into the playoffs this week. Clear Creek plays host to Newton, and Iowa City West goes to Pleasant Valley. So tall tasks for both, but you control your own destiny. Basically, we were talking before we started recording in the RPI, it seems like if these two teams were able to win, they, they stand a really good chance to get in. Clear Creek's 21. Uh, Newton currently sits at 12. I have not, f- full disclosure, I have not broken this down. I have not run all these numbers. Except, like, But, I mean, if they win, they're going to have a shot. And, and, you know, that's two district champs in each district, or excuse me, a district champ and a district runner-up in each district, and then four RPI, four at-large teams. I mean, you know, you figure you got to be right around the 16 range to get in. I feel like, I mean, number one, you got to win the game, right, to give yourself a shot. But if you do, you see where you're at. Um, And and Clear Creek needs to get some stuff going. They kind of hit this stretch of the schedule, as we talked about, um, you know, where they've had, you know, 
uh, excuse me, where they've had Xavier, who's number one in the RPI. Cedar Rapids, Washington is up there. They tough loss at Pella last week, which we knew was kind of a, you know, sleeping giant at one and six or whatever. We we knew that they were better than that. So you got to win on Friday, Rob. You got to win and, and see what happens and throw all the other stuff out the window. And that coaching staff, I know, will have them ready to play. Not not even just for that, but just you know, if it is your last opportunity to play this season, that that coaching staff does such a good job um, of getting their kids ready to play that I, I think that you're going to see a really good performance from them. And I doing my prep this week, man, those two teams and Newton's like really improved from where they were at a couple of years ago. They're six and two uh, win over Pella. But if you remember correctly, and I'm sure clear Creek fans do, man, these two teams played a, a wild one last year. I think it was 49, 48 last season um, in a different situation, but West Branch kind of need, or excuse me, Clear Creek kind of needed that to lock up for sure that they were in the playoffs. I think it was kind of Newton in the other on the other side last year, where it's like maybe if we win this, we have a chance to get in. But yeah, so this could be an entertaining game as well, Rob. So you got to win to give yourselves a chance. And it, it again, take care of business on Friday, and just see where you're at at, at eleven o'clock or, or midnight or whatever it is. Yep, and similarly. West High coaching staff is experienced stuff enough to know what the task is to beat Pleasant Valley. It's not, you're not going to go in there and get surprised by what Pleasant Valley is going to do. You know what you face and you just got to beat it. So actually West has done as good of a job as most anybody over here of defending that offense going back six, seven, eight years. I mean, they really have now. Pleasant Valley's doing it this year with as good of a group as they've done it with in a long time. I mean, they're as good as they've been up front in, in, I don't know if I, I mean, their, their whole stable of running backs, quarterback, whatever they're, they're really, really good. But that West branch coaching staff has seen it a lot, that triple option. They've really done a good job in past years against their offense. Um, So yeah, I mean, Quick RPI breakdown again. If you're really invested in this, you probably know West is 20th as we sit here today. Uh, Pleasant Valley's third. Um, and, and I should toss in City High's 11. Um, so, and, and they have um, Davenport Central, one in seven Davenport Central this week, who's who's 35th. So City High sitting sitting in a good spot, you know, going into the playoffs as far as getting in. Uh, and obviously we'll talk more about that next week, but. West High needs an upset, and there's no way around it. They're playing one of the best teams in the state. But, again, you win it, and then you see where you're at. Because, I mean, I, you you have to feel like a win over a team that's you know, way up there in the RPI, and that would be that would be a stunner. And, you know, I mean, an undefeated team, but that's why you play them, Rob. You know, you go out there, and, and you give it everything you have and kind of play with house money a little bit, and, and you see what you can do. Because I will say, if – from watching Plus Valley, Pleasant Valley a couple of weeks ago, I was extremely impressed. I think if they do have a, a spot where they're vulnerable, you know, and City High did this to a degree, it's, you know, allowing teams to throw the ball on them. Now, what's hard about that is they're very, very good on the defensive front. And so, you, you know, in order to have a chance to throw it around, you got to give your quarterback time because they have some guys that can really get after the passer in a number of guys. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I think West High, we've talked about this. They've got athletes, you know, Christian Janis and Mason Woods and guys that can make plays and a quarterback that, that has certainly been very impressive this year. But 
they're going to need to bust a couple big ones probably. And if they do have a vulnerability and Pleasant Valley people don't kill me on that because I'm not saying that it's a massive weakness. I'm saying if there is something that an area that you can maybe attempt to exploit, it's, it's, you know, the past defense city had some success putting their athletes in space against them. So I think that's what, what West high would have to do. And that lines up with their strength offensively, Rob. So you roll it out there and see what happens on Friday night. Want to let folks know before I forget that support for the podcast comes from Systems Unlimited, celebrating 50 years of providing services to people living with disabilities and mental health needs throughout East Central Iowa. A list of their services and upcoming events can be found at sui.org. Thank you to Systems Unlimited and Edward Jones for their support of the podcast. You touched a little bit on City, kind of know what their scenario is. Should win, favored to win at home. Uh, and then, as you said, 11th in the RPI, you kind of see where where things go from there, just in terms of playoff matches. Uh, that leaves Solon and Liberty, who are kind of in the same boat here, Ryan. Both are in the playoffs, uh, but want to kind of finish up strong heading into the playoffs, and hope, and in doing so, put yourself in better position for seeding uh, and and where you end up in the bracket. Ultimate you know, take care of business week for those teams. Solon's got the long road trip to Keokuk. Uh, Liberty's at home, which is nice for them after they had their long road trip to Burlington last week. But yeah, I mean, you know, get healthy, um, you know, for both teams going into the playoffs, if you can, these are games that they should win. But both of these teams, I mean, you know, RPI right now, Liberty's fourth, you know, and you, you don't control what happens in the RPI. You control whether or not you win or lose, but what that does. But if they can hang right there, Rob, we talked about how we kind of see, you know, 4A going. Obviously, I think it's big to be in that top four. You know, you play at home, the the home-home, dome-dome scenario, yep. um, which Liberty can be in. And then Solon is really, you know, they've been good lately. They've they've climbed up. So I think they're seventh this week, RPI. Um, and so that's really, if they can hang in that region, uh, you know, that drastically probably changes. You're probably looking at like a Benton community in the first round and, and playing a game at home. Uh, some, something to that effect. We can speculate about all that later, Rob, and, and after we kind of see the the playoffs pairings for the opening round for those teams next week. So an exciting time for sure. We're going to have lots of teams playing playoff football. We got state cross country um, a week from tomorrow or a week from Friday, um, you know, regional finals for volleyball next week. So a lot of good stuff going on, Rob. No question. And as we always throw the PSA out, uh, this is just kind of an overview of what we have going on in the area and just kind of ties things together. But you can get much more in-depth coverage at yourprepsports.com's previews, uh, match game stories, features, all that good stuff over at yourprepsports.com. Check it out, please. Thank you again to our sponsor, Systems Unlimited and Edward Jones. And Ryan and I will round things up again a week from today. We'll uh, have all the playoff football matchups. We'll have an idea of who's going to state and volleyball. We'll have the cross-country preview, all that good stuff. So please come back and join us next week on the 7 Nation Podcast. Say goodbye, Ryan. Bye.